0: Hello there, my name is Danny Yeoman, Wild Bird Expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Foods. Welcome to the next of a number of podcasts detailing some of the amazing birds that we see and feed in our gardens. Every week we're looking at a different bird and this week we're looking at a bird that you're only really likely to see if you're in the northern parts of the British Isles in the Scottish Highlands and that is the Crested Tit. Travel to the ancient Caledonian pine forest of northern Scotland and you may well hear the soft purring trill of the crested tit. Although crested tits are quite common and widespread in continental Europe in both broadleafed and conifer woodlands, in the UK they're confined to central highlands of Scotland where they live almost exclusively in mature pine forests with a dense understory of heather and a plenty of dead trees, where the bird can make their nest. Their best known population is in Speyside, where the woods around Lock Garden, famous for their nesting ospreys in spring and summer, are also the year-round home for a thriving population of crested tit. They are a delight to watch as they perform acrobatics among the lichen covered pine twigs or probe the bunches of pine needles for insects. The best field character is in their name. So, as the only small British bird with a crest, you shouldn't find them difficult to identify. If you have any doubts, look for a black line bordering a frost-grey face. Crested tits usually breed in hollow tree stumps. Although a pair has been spotted in an old red squirrel drey, by late April or early May, the female has laid her clutch of five to six eggs, and by early June, young birds are roving through the pine woods with their parents. But crested tits don't usually travel far, which may explain why they are absent from many apparently suitable areas of pine forest elsewhere in Scotland. Sightings south of the border are very rare indeed, and the handful that have been seen in southern England may have been wandering birds from France or the Low Countries, which are marginally less sedentary than their northern counterparts. So if you do live next to their Caledonian pine forest homes in Scotland, you do have a chance of tempting them into your garden with food. They enjoy both Peter and Paul Mealworm mix and Peter and Paul in full song. But Peter and Paul Mealworm Suet would be their absolute favourite. If you don't, well it's certainly worth making a special effort to visit the woods around Lockgarten. You won't be disappointed. There is nothing more beautiful than seeing these little birds in their highland home. Maybe go from mid-March through to the end of summer. We can also watch the sensational ospreys that make their lake their summer home. The crested tit is the second smallest of our true tits, only 0.5 of a centimetre longer than our coal tit. The long-tailed tit is smaller, but not actually a member of the tit family. Actually, they're in a family of birds all of their own. Look no further than the head of a crested tit, and you'll see immediately the famous upsweat peak tuft on the top a crown so to speak and perhaps they may even display it to you raising it slightly to show that they're king of the caledonian forest male crested tits have gray brown underparts and a pale buff breast the tail is brownish gray edged with brown the chin and throat are black the side of the head is creamy white and has a black eye stripe Crested tits' bills are black and they have pale brown eyes and bluish grey legs and feet. Female crested tits are similar to males except the crest is shorter and narrow stripes on the head. Juveniles are browner and the crest is shorter still. The crested tit's call is somewhat soft and bubbly trill that, when repeated, becomes the bird's song. You'll be able to recognise it by listening for a burr burr or a somewhat thinner-sounding zit zee Crested tits are monogamous, and the pair bond lasts a number of seasons. Courtship consists of a special fluttering flight by the male, which goes on to chase the female through the high conifer branches. Nests are formed into cup-shaped, built entirely by the female, and crafted using moss and lichen, which is ultimately lined with a combination of hair, wool and spider's webs. These are almost exclusively built in rotten pine trees, out of which a suitable cavity is excavated, although sometimes, though not often, a crested tip may nest in a hole in the ground. Breeding begins in April and usually only results in a single clutch consisting of between four to eight eggs. The period of incubation lasts 13 to 16 days, with a subsequent fledgling period of 17 to 21 days, after which time, around three weeks, they will become fully independent. The eggs are glossy white and speckled with purplish red blotches. They are tiny, roughly 1.6 cm by 1.3 cm. Crested tits feed mainly on invertebrates including caterpillars and pine seeds doing so while clinging to the sides of tree trunks and hanging from branches some of this food such as moth larvae is hoarded extensively in autumn to prepare for the possibility of scarce food supplies during harsh winter periods as far as being a garden bird if you're lucky enough to live close to where they live in the Highlands of Scotland, and if you're lucky enough to receive a visiting crested tit to your garden, it's advisable to put out foods that include insects. Good choices would be either Peter and Paul mealworm mix, Peter and Paul in Paul song, but best of all would be Peter and Paul suet. Suet bird food has to be worth the peck. Birds lead busy lives and the amount of time it takes a bird to land and peck, it has to get a bite that's worth the effort. However, some cheap syrup products are not what you would call great, and can, and indeed do, have up to 20% fillers in them, which can be anything from sand, chalk dust, or even glue. That's why I wanted to ensure that at Peter and Paul, we only supply the very, very best quality syrup products, a product that's both safe and as nutritious as it could possibly be. So why are my suet products so good? Well, let's start with the suet. Suet is the most nutritious of all ingredients. So it stands to reason that the more suet a suet product has, the better it is. Peter and Paul suet products contain as much as three times the suet levels of other top brands. That said, the more concentrated and higher quality the suet is, the better it is for birds also. Peter and Paul suet products contain only 100% human-grade edible beef tripping, which happens to be a denser form of suet, and therefore has the highest payback in calories per gram. To put it simply, the more suet and the better that suet is, the more birds you're likely to get into your garden. Peter and Paul suet products also contain an exciting ingredient, spirulina, which has proven to be a fantastic supplement highly beneficial for our feathered friends. Spirulina is basically an edible blue-green microalgae that grows naturally in lakes. Spirulina makes their plumage glossier, intensifies their natural colour, improves their health, and it also increases their fertility many folds. Basically, it's wonderful. And what makes my CERT products that extra special? Just getting back to crested tits, in Scotland, there exist between 1,000 and 2,000 breeding pairs in total. This number can inflate to as many as 9,000 birds over the winter period due to migration from other parts of Europe. Interestingly, there are vastly more crested tits in mainland Europe than the UK and the distribution is considerably wide. From the Iberian Peninsula, stretching through the northern, southern and central bulk of Europe, through Turkey and into Asia. Intensive felling of woodland in Scotland during the 17th and 18th centuries drove the Crested Tear into a small area of the highlands. But now, because of reforestation, the species is moving back into areas from which it was once lost. The advance is a slow one. The crested tit, living mainly on insects, picks from pine and sometimes taking the seeds of conifers and juniper berries, has never been recorded as breeding outside of Scotland. And even there, its nesting areas are limited to pine wood in the highlands, with a spread in recent years to borders of Aberdeenshire and the eastern part of Sutherland. All the more reason to feed them right in our gardens. Whether you live in the town or country, you can help look after crested tits and other garden birds by providing a wildlife-friendly garden that includes food and having the very, very best foods available for them, foods like Peter and Paul. For more information regarding Peter and Paul wild bird foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at wwwpeter and A point to one of their wonderful Pets Corner stores, and the nearest store to you can be found at the Pets Corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk. That's it from me. I hope you've enjoyed this look at crested tits. For further birds, please continue to check out the stream. I look forward to speaking to you soon.